on the go. AU on the go. To inform on developments of the Commission. Pour informer sur les développements de la Commission. To engage and discuss AU policies and their impacts. Involver et discuter les politiques de l'OAU et ses impacts. And of course, interact with our listeners on the continent and beyond. AU on the go. AU on the go. Welcome to AU on the go from the Citizens and Diaspora Directorate, or CIDO. I'm Loic Youth. Today we talk about something that goes on everywhere in the world, modern-day slavery. And joining me today to talk about modern-day slavery is Lievin Feliho. Lievin is the founding president of Sherpa, or Cercle Humaniste d'Engagement et de Réflexion pour l'Avenir de l'Afrique, based in Paris. Welcome, Lievin. Thank you very much. And before we get into it, just tell us a little more about Sherpa. Sherpa is a think tank based in Paris, but also present on the continent. And uh, Sherpa's goal is to work on all the issues of development, and but working on long term, being able to make a recommendation to the government in terms of public policies. And how long has Sherpa been going on? Five years. So, I mean, five years has been a long time to maybe even look at this issue of modern-day slavery we're talking about. And let's get straight into it. One of the definitions I found online of slavery in general is it's any system in which principles of property law are applied to people, allowing individuals to own, buy, and sell other individuals. So do you agree with that definition? Sorry, but I'm not really agree with that definition, if you allow me. No, I think that slavery is... The fact we see the definition of United Nations article of 1929, slavery is the fact that one or all the attributes of the property is on someone. That means the fact that you can reap the fruit, the fact that you can use the thing or the person or that is and uh, the fact that you can destroy or abuse that kind of situation, then we can talk that. We can say that, that there is slavery. We all remind the fact that some of our brothers were in Libya last time, and uh, they were sold. Obviously, they were slaves, and they were sold as slaves, because they were sold as things. Your, your definition was a little bit restrictive, I think, and uh, not completely adapted, because we have to make a distinction between slavery and labor force. Uh, it's not exactly the same. I know that uh, people talk about modern slavery, but I think that a lot of confusions are made. So we must be careful about it. And when you talk about these confusions, could you elaborate a little more? What, what are some distinct differences? I think that when people talk about modern slavery, most of the time they talk about forced labor and other problems. But I think that there is uh, something very important is that words should be used for naming the problems. If we talk about transatlantic slave, we see that this is slave because uh, people, those who were slaves, were things. Even they didn't have names, they had numbers, they were not absolutely not considered. So that is one of the reasons why we spoke about uh, crime against humanity. When you talk about forced labor, obviously it's a very, very important issue, but I'm not sure that it is exactly 
the same. So we must be careful, uh, and the fact that we be careful help us to put the right energy and the strongest energy to uh, avoid those uh, problems. I don't know if, if it's clear what I'm saying. It's clear. So there is a, a small difference from my point of view, and it must be very clear in the mind of everybody. So that actually leads me to my next question. The idea of slavery has changed over time. So when you talk of the transatlantic slave trade, that was the stereotypical, you have the master and then the slave. But then nowadays, we have so many different terms that are coined under slavery. I've seen on the internet, we talk of sex trafficking, child soldiers as well. How have we allowed this idea of slavery to change over time? I think that slavery at the base is an issue of domination, right? What you had on the previous centuries, you had on the previous centuries, some situations continue in terms of domination, but the way can change. But I don't know if we can say that uh, prostitution, for example, is uh, exactly the same as slavery we had on, in the transatlantic. Uh, it's very different, right? But it's also a domination issue. So I think that the difference is due to the fact that you can, we are in another environment, and what you could do today is different than what you could do before. Because you have people who are watching you, you have rules, you have a political environment, technological environment, etc. So it's a little bit uh, different. Uh, but the logic of domination is the same. So as a conclusion, I say, the logic is the same, but the consequences are not the same. Um, the African Journal of Criminology and Justice, it gave us some distinction between old and new slavery. So under old slavery, legal ownership is asserted, while under new slavery, it's avoided. Legal ownership is avoided. Under old slavery, you have high purchase costs for slaves, and the returns are very low profits. While in modern-day slavery, you can buy your slaves for very cheap, and they get you much higher profits. And nowadays, you don't have you have surplus of potential slaves, but back in the day, there was a shortage of potential slaves. Finally, um, ethnicity and the difference in ethnic color and everything was important in old, old slavery, but nowadays not so much. So, are these distinctions in line with your studies? I think the most important thing is that the issue of domination, the issue of humanity, if you consider, and obviously the issue of profit, but at the end of the day, I don't think that the most, I'm not sure that the key problem, the key point is the issue of the profit. Obviously, it's one of the elements, but I think that the key is the way someone is able to see another one. That is the most important thing, and that is the reason why when um, I make a link with uh, some um, say actually information we have uh, today about African descent, for example, if you say there is no problem about the way people see or people treat African descent, okay, you feel comfortable with that. And, and I know some countries where even in particular in the North, in particular in Europe, when the, there is no problem, what are you talking about? Uh, because we know what happened in the US, we know what, uh, but in my country, in Europe, in France, 
if you talk about that, you know, you say, what are you talking about? We don't have problems. But last week, we heard that a lady called SOS doctors and they didn't came to help her and she died. She was 20 or 22, something like that. She was black. I don't say and I don't think that uh, they didn't help her because she was black. Absolutely not. But the fact that we heard that issue fifth or sixth month after that, and the reaction of the society is the consequence that the fact that people do not consider that a drama touching that kind of person is equivalent of another drama. That is what I said. So the, 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 the key point of all that is how do you see people? How in your mind you consider that people are not equal or equal or not? And if you're not comfortable with that, and if you consider at the base that people are not equal, you can try to build system which make you profit or not. You can try to build system who make you feel stable or not. We could talk of profits, but at the end of the day, it comes to you trying to build domination over another set of people. Say it again, please. That means like we could also have slavery within a country between tribes. If one tribe see themselves as stronger over another tribe. I could answer with questions first. Can we consider that slavery did not exist in Africa before white arrived? Cannot say that. So that means that slavery is a human problem. Second question is, do we think that the way today people see the issue of slavery in Africa is the same everywhere in the continent? I don't think so. We need to sensitize people about tolerance about equality, and if you do not develop a strong policy on those issues, I think it will be easy, not efficient, to talk about um, slavery you have, slavery we had, or to talk about the way people treat black people in US, or what we will not be able to see what are the problems. Uh, Africa. Can we really say that there is no problem of slavery between black African in Africa? I'm not sure we can say that. So we need to see that seriously. And the environment of, of poverty, it exaggerates. So development is an issue, a strong issue, and um, all the steps and everything is linked. Well, that's a good place to take a break. When we come back, we'll focus some more on slavery in the continent. AU on the go. AU on the go. To inform on developments of the commission. Pour informer sur les développements de la commission. To engage and discuss AU policies and their impacts. Involver et discuter les politiques de l'AU ses impacts. And of course, interact with our listeners on the continent and beyond. AU on the go. AU on the go. Welcome back, listeners. So we left off on how slavery is something that had happened in the continent even before the conquerors came by on our shores. So now, how do we combat slavery in the continent? How do we get over it, Eva? First, we need to avoid tricks and easy words. Second, we need to avoid a trick, which is to try to invent something new. You know that we have... Africa, 
a charter of European right signed in 1981. This charter has been working since 82. But I think if African Union was able to be sure that this charter and the tools of the charter work, that could be very, very interesting and positive. I must also say something because I know that there are areas in Africa where people talk about slavery when they talk about some countries, but in neighbor countries or in other countries, you are not allowed to talk about slavery. So we need to see what or are we able to do concretely, how are we able to put rules or to respect the rules which exist already, and I think it will be enough. And at last, I must say that there is in ECOWAS, because that is the proof that the Africans are also able to, there are some things who work. The court of rules in ECOWAS said they condemn one of the countries, West Africa, they condemn Niger. That is the only one condemnation official condemnation of the country. But since that time, Niger has rules about slavery. Even if you see this region, some countries do not have rules about slavery. But it is easier to talk about modern slavery, etc. But even rules about traditional slavery, they could have rules about slavery. That would be so helpful. So I think that if African Union and guarantee to all Africans that the Charter of uh, Human Rights could be respected. And and also along with that, maybe implement certain punishments. Because, I mean, once you implement something like that, if you still have someone who owns slaves and you use him as an example, you make an example of how you punish him if you do want to punish him. Maybe that could then open the eyes of other people. Yeah. I think that you can have rules with sanctions. That is one, like, but you need absolutely to have another leg which is equivalent or maybe more than, stronger than the other. Is education, I mean, education, cultural education, is to sensitize people in the villages, in the urban environments, everywhere, that all citizens are equal and that groups are obviously, and that is a strong word. Your voting rules is one thing to convince people, those who are influential, that they must absolutely join the group of those who abolish that kind of uh, awful domination system. And before we leave, I just want to touch a little bit on Mauritania. So a lot has been said about slavery in general in Mauritania, and more precisely, for example, child slavery and child trafficking and child soldiers. What, what is your take on situation in Mauritania and when we talk of implementing laws. I think we must be careful about focusing on one or two countries. I will answer to your question, but most of the time it's a way to not resolve the problems or to talk about to not talk about the most important things. I don't know. In Mauritania you talk about child works I don't know. What is important is to fight against slavery everywhere you have. And what I see also is that Mauritania, I don't say that, uh, that I, I don't say, or I don't know if they have uh, effectively slavery or not. What is clear is 
the fact that they have legal tools about slavery. And the other countries, even in this region, some of them are not able to have only one law about slavery. Are you sure there is a law about slavery in Malia? Not sure there is. So I think that it's interesting to have a global point of view about that issue. It's not and not pointing countries against countries because obviously if we have elements we can criticize. That is not my point. I just say that we need to have a serious approach if we want to fight against that problem. So about that region entry, it seems that they make a lot of efforts. And if only all our countries could have rules as clear as it seems they have in that country. So countries coming up with the rules and also the, the EU implementing its charter on human rights. Yeah, but we need to have a strong commitment, not only on the continent, but also outside the continent, because as I told you, it's an issue about the way you see all the groups. So that is the link with the Afro-descent. And now I want to make a link about Agenda 2063, because if we want our continent to think and to live in a prosperous environment as promised in that agenda, obviously we need to create our CFTA. Eh? We need also to create guarantee to African citizens that all of them are equal. That is the base of the base. All Africans are equal. All citizens are equal. All humans are equal. So it's not simple to say that. But it's... <laughs> right. So thank you so much, Lieva. And before I let you go, you're working on a report on this topic? Yeah, it's an issue. I'm very interested in those, those issues. And I'm discovering that those issues are most of the time treated on caricatures. So if we want those issues to succeed, it must be treated by Africans. That's a very definitive statement. Right. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Levan Felijo, founding president of Sherpa, here to talk to us about modern day slavery. So thank you all for joining in. And from CEDO, this is Loic Youth. AU on the go. AU on the go. To inform on developments of the commission. Pour informer sur les développements de la commission. To engage and discuss AU policies and their impacts. Involver et discuter les politiques de AU et ses impacts. And of course, interact with our listeners on the continent and beyond. AU on the go. AU on the go.